How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. How we doing, my friend? And welcome to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. And of course, I am your host, Dr. Rob. What's going on? Well, I hope all is well with you as it is with me. Today on my side of town, we received or we got a slight covering of snow. For the first time, we have any inkling of snow. We had a little covering, somewhat of a little covering of snow that is gone now. And so today I bring you yet another podcast indeed. And this one, I believe, is the most interesting topic. And it's a topic that we need to talk about. And so that's what I'm going to do. And the topic for today is suicide, your thoughts versus your feelings. Ha, so what do I mean by that? Well, stay tuned, pull up a chair, sit tight, and let's go to work. On this topic. So I want you to know that I, I bring this topic to you today because ever since forever, so many people have either considered suicide as an option or committed suicide to end it all based on whatever their respective troubled life experience or feelings, you know, were at that time. And so today, I wanted to discuss this topic with you because it is indeed worthy of discussion. And perhaps if we talked more about it, we might be able to prevent some of our loved ones from committing suicide. What you say to that? Suicide is never, should never be an option. It's not a good idea. And it's something that does not have to happen. And so first, I want to say, let's look at how so many people get to the point where they are or may be considering the act 
of taking their own life by suicide. That, in many cases, starts with something known as suicidal ideations. And some of you might ask, what are suicidal ideations? And so to answer your question, I will tell you that the definition of suicidal ideations, what that means is a a person is preoccupied, preoccupied, with the idea of suicide, where they may regularly think about the way they would commit suicide or think about what life would be like if they were not around. In fact, some people might even replay the suicidal act out in their minds over and over again. Nevertheless, Suicidal ideations are where it starts for many. And so why do people have suicidal ideations? Well, I cannot contain my answer to one specific issue, reason, or cause. That question, for the most part, can only be answered by those who are harboring thoughts of taking their own life. I might add, There are also mental health and mental illness medications that have as one of the side effects or maybe more than one side effect where, you know, some of these meds have uh, side effects that include suicidal ideations. And so the reason, the issue and the cause comes down to what's in the eye of the beholder. Who is that person that feels they have no choice or there is no other option but to end it all? And so before I continue, I I think it's important to just to note here or to point out to you that one of my good friends committed suicide in the year 2018, and it was a total shock to all who knew him as he was one of the most well-adjusted social bumblebees. I say bumblebees because he was a dude and I didn't want to refer to him as a social butterfly. That is usually a term associated with women, I believe. So I'm going to call my friend, you know, he was a social bumblebee and just a great guy overall. However, I I later, well, I learned after his passing how serious the mental health issues were in, in his family life and his family history. Prior to his suicide, I had some idea, but I did not know the extent and the seriousness, you know, as it relates to how it might affect him along with his family history of mental health or mental health issues and illnesses that seemed to overtake his normal and natural state of mind. And he ended his life by suddenly running to the terrace of his apartment building and jumping off to end his life. And his, his wife informed me 
that she ran out after him and was able to, somehow they were able to, um, you know, touch one another, reach one another. However, he was on the other side of the fence on the terrace as his wife was holding his arm. And, and shortly thereafter, he fell to his death. And so for him, this was not done by choice, but as a result of his, I guess, inability you know, to comprehend some normalcy to his behavior and thinking at that time based on whatever, you know, started to happen to him, you know, in, in terms of his um, mental health illness. And so this topic is, of course, of great interest to me. And my hope is that it is, it, it'll be, some great benefit to you or somebody you know. And so with that said, listen to this. You know, I have some statistics that state that a total of 1,667 more suicides occurred in 2021 than in 2020, and this amounted to 47,646 deaths by suicide overall during this short period of time between 20, between the year 2020 and 2021. Almost 50,000 people committed suicide in the span of a year. And so those statistics say that suicide is a social problem for sure because so many people are affected by it as they take their own lives and and the adverse impact that suicide has on their family and friends. And when I say here that the topic of this podcast is suicide, your thought, your thoughts versus your feelings. So much of so much of what we do does not usually turn out good when we respond emotionally to any scenario we are confronted with in life. Like for instance. When we have emotional responses to road rage, termination from employment, being bullied, catching your wife or your husband in bed with another person. I mean, th these, these experiences, these encounters can prompt some extreme responses of anger, of deep emotions, and more than likely, they usually or they can result in a regrettable action on the part of those who are on the receiving end of any one of these scenarios that I just described. And of course, there are so many other scenario types that, you know, can fit into this analogy. But my point here is just like these situations 
suicidal ideations in many cases are prompted by the result of some major life issue happening or circumstance, something like bullying, loss of a loved one, loss of employment, the sudden end of a long marriage, and on and on and on. And then we tend to respond in an emotionally overzealous fashion, which can cause us to land in a dark place, like considering ending it all, ending our lives with suicide. I mean, like, OMG. Oh, my God. And so when I say suicide versus your thoughts and your feelings, what I'm really saying that First, I have learned from my own bad experiences that pretty much anything that I have gone through is never really as bad as it seems when you give the situation a chance or some time to quell. You will find that there is always a solution to your problems, and my hope is that we start to look more for the solution rather than magnify the problem regarding any scenario that you are faced with going forward from this day on. Further, I would like to speak to the idea of how our emotions can certainly and will overtake the worst of how we feel if we allow them to do so. That's why I said if we allow our emotions to generate the worst feeling we can have about a particular situation. Because we, you, can control your emotions. Because, you see, these situations, our responses, these things can only happen if, if you do not take control of your emotions. And if not then they will take control of you. And in so many cases, that is how we plummet into dark places. And we may not be able to find our way out of these places because from an emotional standpoint, we fall or we fell too far. And we fell into a place that may be too dark for us to think about. That's right. Think about how to find a way out. And so we are all humans. Although we look different, some of us may talk differently. We may speak different languages, speak with accents, but we all have the same type of problems. You know, the scenario is like my mother died today, your father dies tomorrow. I lost my job last winter, you lost your job this summer. Your your child received a bad diagnosis, my aunt died from the same illness. In other words, as humans, the game is the same, only the players change. We all have the same issues, and we have to find people that we can talk to, talk to about what is on our minds, what is on our hearts, what is troubling us. There are answers. 
There are solutions. There are ways in and around what pains you. But we have to be willing to look for what we need instead of taking the hard way out by committing suicide. And to that I say, you do not have to take your own life. We are all going to die one day. And we do not know when. But if you wait your turn, if you wait your turn, it will happen. And so you do not have to cut the line. Just wait and live your life because I want to share something with you as as to why you should wait until it is your time to go. And I will share that story with you on the other side of the break. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. All right, welcome back. And I hope that anyone listening to this podcast, I hope you are not having suicidal ideations because if you are, then you are in the right place. But I know that my audience, my listeners are not in that place. If anyone out there is having any suicidal ideations, let me hear you. Let me hear you right now. That's right. That's what I want to hear. Nothing but crickets on that topic, on that question. That's what I, that's the appropriate response. Crickets. Okay. And so before we let the, the promo in, I was talking about or wanting to tell you about a, a paradoxical a paradoxical thing about life. You know, something that happens that's strange, but it happens in a way it, it's, it's strange, but it causes something good to come about as a result. It's like something bad happens, and when you stay the course, then the result is something bigger than you, something bigger than you could have ever imagined. 
And so let me just share this with you. One of the most paradoxical things I have learned about life, and it is even, as I said, it's even somewhat strange that things work out this way. But I have found that not only in my life experience, but in the life experiences of so many others, somehow when we come out on the other side of the most tragic situations we experience in life, it seems like if we we turn our pain into purpose that you can begin to live the life that you were actually born to live. I mean, it is really unbelievable how such a tragic scenario could cause or lead to such a a glorious outcome. And, And as I was saying, so many people find their true calling in life after their most painful life experiences. I'm going to give you a for for instance here. I'm going to talk to you briefly about Jennifer Hudson. You may know Jennifer Hudson. She was a finalist. She didn't win American Idol, but she was close to being a finalist, I believe, in the competition. But today, Jennifer Hudson is a renowned singer, actress, talk show host, and so many other things. And I believe it was it was around Christmas time, around the holiday season in Chicago. And this may have been about, I don't know, six or seven years ago, sometime, you know, um, in the recent past. And she's from Chicago, from what I understand. And her sister was trying to break up and get away from her uh, abusive boyfriend and tragically the the abusive boyfriend murdered Jennifer Hudson's mother uh her nephew which would have been her sister's son and her sister and there may have been one more person and this was the core of her family the core of her family was murdered by gunfire due to an enraged, jealous, abusive boyfriend who did not want to let this woman go. Now that experience in and of itself could have made any strong man or strong woman have suicidal ideations for sure. I mean, we're talking for people, her mother, her sister, her nephew. I mean, this is like... In the black family, in some so many cases, that's all the family you have. And so, as I said, this that kind of tragedy, that kind of sudden loss, that could break any person down, and understandably so. But instead of her going into a shell and living a depressed, filled life with anger and sadness... She rose up in the face of all of that tragedy and continued her singing career. She won an Oscar for a song that she sang in a movie. She continues to pursue her singing career at concerts all over the world. 
She starred in the movie Respect, which is a movie about the life of Aretha Franklin, and she played Aretha Franklin in the movie. Currently, she is a talk show host, and she is living her best life after the worst tragedy that anybody could experience. And so my point here is that the storms we face in life, especially the worst storms that seem to be, you know, they seem to be our ticket to find our true purpose in life. Because no matter who you are, rich or poor, there will be some tragedy, sudden loss, or some other horrific life experience. And so... When we face our pain, experience our feelings, it seems to bring about great gain from our pain. And I can attest to that myself with my own story. I, too, was married to an abusive woman in my first marriage, and she caused so much grief in my life. O-M-G. But I was able to ride it out, and I turned my pain into purpose. And what I'm doing today with this podcast, uh, with my second master's degree in social work, now I'm a social, I went from human resources to become a social worker. And the book, I have written three books. I was inspired to write books to help people like you learn more about how to find healthy relationships and avoid domestic violence and dysfunctional relationships. And all that I am doing today was inspired by the horrific experiences I endured in my first marriage. Not to mention that now I am happily married. And I also, you may know, lost my mother, died suddenly when I was nine years old. Three years later, my sister overdosed on heroin. And three years after that, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. By the time I was 15 years old, I had lost my mother, my sister. My life sounded like Jennifer Hudson's life. Except my family, they weren't murdered. They just died from illness and overdosing on drugs, you know, my sister. So you see, we all have a story. Without living out your story to be able to tell your story, you may not find your life's glory. Life is hard. It can be hard. It can be painful. But there is joy if you ride it out. And taking the hard way out by suicide is never good for you and or the pain you may cause your loved ones because you decided to take the hard way out by suicide when you could have found a solution. There's a solution to every problem. I mean, I'm just going to say it. There's a solution to every problem. 
So please remember, it is okay not to be okay. We all have issues. We all will suffer some great loss of a loved one. That is the life we live. And to find out who you really are, you have to have the courage to face the pain. Talk about it. Shout about it. Cry about it. But do not end your life about it. Because as always, everything is going to be all right. Please keep talking to somebody. Talking is free. You can talk to yourself. You don't need Wi-Fi to talk. As I said, you can talk to yourself. You can talk to a professional. But keep talking until you find the answer. And please know that suicide is not the answer. And just for the record, if you know someone who is experiencing suicidal ideations, it is one thing if they are talking about suicide, but it is another thing if they have a plan to commit suicide. See, those with a plan to commit suicide are closer to the edge and they are closer to executing on their plan to commit suicide. So that's when it's time for some help, like calling, dialing 911 and get your loved one to the emergency room and stop playing. It is no joke. And so on that note, I'm going to leave it right there. And I want to thank you for tuning in, my friend. And remember, Life is good, even when it ain't. And love is an action, not a word, which means, you you know, you love people by demonstrating your love by doing loving things. And most of all, love is not supposed to hurt. Keep your hands to yourself. Till the next time we meet, peace in the Middle East, peace in Ukraine, and peace peace in your life too. I'm your host, Dr. Rob, and I'll talk to you later. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org to learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.